right. Welcome, everyone, to a new season and a new show of the Live from the Code Bar podcast recorded from the Code-themed bar of Fenwood Manor. I'm your guide on this adventure, Rob. On this show, we've got some very special guests. Uh, we've got our very usual uh, special guest, George, who's helping us out here with the recording and, and helping us on the conversation that we're going to have today with these uh, great creators. Uh, and then on the other end, we've got Chris and Julie, and then we've got Rich. So why don't we take a moment here? And Chris, why don't you introduce yourself first off? I'm Chris Dotson, the creator of the Hope Chest Treasure Hunt, and um, I've I've been treasure hunting on and off ever since uh, probably whenever I was a little kid. Um, my mom took me to Washington, D.C., and I seen um, Raiders of the Lost Ark when it first came out, um, and back then, it usually hit the big cities first, and I lived in a little bit small town, so um, it didn't come out till months later, so once I seen the movie, I was like, hook, and uh, I grew up out in the country, uh, dead end gravel road, and had cornfield behind my house, and used to play out in the woods and the creeks, and, and I can, and I was actually thinking about this the other day of like, when did it really start, uh, me treasure hunting, and I, I think um, it kind of started after that movie, and I found, um, I would find different pieces of pottery and stuff out in this creek. And I remember I finally, instead of finding something broke, I found this old cobalt jar that was like an old penicillin jar or something. And uh, I remember cleaning that thing up and then I set it in my bedroom window and uh, I started putting pennies in it. And once I put, once I had it totally full of pennies, I remember going out and burying it in the yard and thinking um, somebody will dig that up. And um, I never, as far as I can remember, I don't think I ever dug it up and uh it would be really cool to go back and like dig it up one day uh, but I, and I and I'm pretty sure I know exactly where I dug it like within a you know a five foot area or whatever yeah that's maybe that's, maybe that's the maybe that's the blue tag you gotta find yeah. the you gotta yeah. find the blue jar of pennies yeah <laughs> yeah I feel sorry for people at home <laughs> so anyway this is my wife Julie Julie Hi, welcome uh, why don't you introduce yourself as well Julie Dotson Chris's wife um co-author of the book um Chris is the one who started out with the treasure hunting and he kind of drags me on his adventures. Um, and when he started this book, um, I don't know how many people have read it, but uh, he had some difficulty with remembering things. And he said, you know, it would be nice if you could help me with it. And we would go back and forth and he'd be like, oh, I didn't remember that. Or I didn't remember it in this manner uh, due to the things that, you know, has happened um, over the past few years with his health. And um, I kind of jumped in and I've just, ever since I've met Chris, it's always something, always an adventure, always something we're chasing and doing. I very first met him, he took me to his hometown and was looking behind guardrails and pulling stones out of walls. And I thought, okay, this guy is weird as hell. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it's enjoyable and it's always interesting. Um, yeah, uh, basically uh, joined him in writing the book. It's been fun. Um, the feedback has been interesting and um, I can't wait to see where it takes us. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, Rich, um, why don't you introduce yourself as well? My name is Rich Blanford. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I grew up in Louisville. I'm very familiar with the Louisville area and things that have gone on with one of the other treasure hunts people may know, which is called the Tribute Treasure Hunt that's believed to be in Louisville. It's one of the reasons that I've gotten a chance to uh, get to know Chris and Julie a little bit more. Um, we we met or we have talked before, I believe, in messages on a couple different boards or whatnot, but that's where he and I got to a point where we knew each other. And we've come to be, uh, I believe, pretty close friends over the last few months. And Chris and Julie had hired me to do a commission uh, of a painting. I did a watercolor painting that they included in their treasure hunt book, which I'm very proud of. And I'll show that to you real quick right now. I have a print that they gave me when I actually had it taken 
taken care of. But this this is in the book on page 26. I'll say right now, no, there's no clues in it. Chris <laughs> did not direct me to put any certain thing in that Indian warrior's mask or on the head or in anything whatsoever. I've already been contacted by, I'm going to say roughly 50 people asking me <laughs> about clues. And I, just, I just laughed because the only thing I can really tell them is if Chris decided to use the entire painting as maybe a clue for something in the future, so be it. But there aren't any things that were specifically told to me of, hey, put this in and make sure it includes this. That didn't happen. I just got to make that clear right now. All right. So we're debunking one rumor already. That's good. That helps us along here. Yeah, There's a lot more we can get to about this. But um, so yeah, the, the reason that we're all, all, all talking here today is obviously because Chris and, uh, and Julie, your new book, uh, your uh, your treasure hunt book uh, called The the Hope Chest. Um, and when when was it released? I know it was released just not too long ago, right? If, if we could remember the, the release party, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, good. It was it was December 17th. Uh, we had well, that's that's when I had a release party, and the day of or the day before, me and my web designer. Um, made it go live or made it where you could order, start ordering the books. Now, I didn't get the books until just a couple of weeks ago. So I had to, you know, I started shipping them out. And we actually put that on the website that the books wouldn't be in until the first or second week of January. But I got 10 books before I got the first thousand. And I had those for the book release party for anybody that had anything to do with it. So the rest of the paid, you know, that, you know, just, I want to make sure it was going to be a good product before I, I made the big order. So on the first, on the first order of the first thousand, I actually had first edition put in the book and uh, everybody that buys a book, they will be numbered and signed but by at least me and Julie. There might be some that are signed by Rich also or by the other artist or by the photographer. It just depends. So very nice. So so um I, I have read the book. Thank you for for giving me a, a copy to read. And I know uh, George has as well. So we we've we've got some questions that we're gonna ask. But basically in your own words, I know this is it's not a good word to say tribute. It's not a tribute to Forrest Fenn, but it's very much inspired by Fenn and his treasure hunt. Um, why don't you give us a little bit of background about the hunt and, and what inspired you to to do this? So, so I started kind of the timeline of it all is I became Forest Fenn hunter by Expedition Unknown, probably. I might have heard of it before then somehow, but I kind of kicked into gear whenever I watched Expe Expedition Unknown. So uh, I actually, I, I I believe I think I ordered the second book first because it had the map in it. And then this is like really early. So I didn't know much about what books to order or anything like that. So then once I got into it, I was like, oh, there's another book. The The second book had just been released whenever I got into it. You know, from start to finish, I was in the hunt for probably about seven years. And so I ordered the first book and then I started studying them. Well, I was so busy back then that it didn't. It wasn't priority to. In 2017, I was working my tail off. I was a, a construction superintendent. And then I also own my own side gig. And basically, all that work put me into massive heart attack in 2018 at the age of 43. When I had, uh, they only gave me like 10% chance to live. I, I really didn't have much to do except for, you know, rehab. Uh, cardiac rehab. So I would do that, I think three times a week. And then the rest of the time I just sat at home, I wasn't allowed to lift anything heavy or anything. So I was in my right mind and 
I just had a weak heart, you know, at the moment. And uh, so literally I started studying the Forest Fin treasure for like 14 hours a day. <laughs> and you think I'm exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. No, I don't I was, think that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I was ate up with it and I would, I would study so much and I'm sure you all have done this too, but, or anybody out there that might think they're crazy, they probably are. But so I would study it so much that I would like overload my brain. And then I would just have to stop studying. And then like, I would be laying, you know, I'd just be out of it and it'd be two in the morning and I'd wake up, go in the bathroom and be like, Oh my gosh, I know what that means. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, I went through, I went through all that and I used to email with Forrest and I know he didn't respond to a lot of people and he didn't respond to me in the beginning very much at all. But then I think as I got closer to it, um, he responded to me more and not giving me any kind of hints or anything. He just like, I, I think he kept a dibs on the people that were the closest to find him. So like, I would email back and forth with him some. Uh, I tried not, in the beginning, I bugged him. But then, in, you know, I realized what was going on and what he was going through. So I tried not to hardly ever email him. But when I really found something, I would I would email him. So uh, he, uh, and then he came out with the third book. I, I was already a, a fisherman. I've been fishing ever since I was a little kid, you know, and stuff. But, and I was a fly fisherman, but I had never made my own flies. And um, when he came out with the story and I thought, well, his granddaughter, if she can make her own flies, you know, I'll make my own flies. And so I made my own flies and then I started catching my own fish and it was like 20 times more gratifying. And that was just one little thing that I learned from Forrest and kind of changed the way I look at life. And of course, you know, also, you know, I just had a heart attack and almost died. So I was looking at life different anyway. So, so, uh, you know, he really, I kind of wanted to do something for him. So I ended up doing a painting of him, which kind of became well-known and it it ended up selling on eBay. I can't remember exactly who bought it. It was a lady on the East coast. And, uh, I actually wish I had it back, but, uh, but anyway, so, um, and it's in the book. Uh, he just, he really inspired me in a lot of ways. Well, then everything was going great. We went out to uh, the Rocky Mountains for two weeks and looked for it. And I was, I, you know, it's way different with boots on the ground. I've been studying all these years with no boots on the ground. So then, you know, boots on the ground made me look at things a little bit different. And we were planning another trip out there. And then uh, about a month later, not even a month later, I fell. And, uh, and had to learn how to walk and talk again and function again and stuff. So I didn't even, at, in between the heart attack and the and the fall, I had thought about, I had started writing a book. And, um, but when I fell, it created a whole new chapter. And, you know, I didn't even think about the book for probably a year. I can't remember how long it was, but, but then, so here I'm in rehabilitation, trying to learn how to just, learn again and and then the treasure gets found and i'm like and i'm already in this depression and then on top of that then a couple months later forrest passed away and i'm like oh my gosh i mean 
And then we're going through COVID and we're going through all the crazy stuff that happened in Louisville. It was just, I mean, like, I was like, is this a sign? I mean, it is 2020 is, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And, uh, you know, at that point, I just kind of decided like, hey, you know, he's not, they're not giving closure to anybody and I don't foresee them ever giving closure to people. And I want to create a treasure hunt and take all these things that, that have been difficult or I think that people could have made things better in different hunts, which, you know, mine's far from perfect. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> it's a, my life is full of anxiety already with this thing going. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I just wanted to have a hunt to where it was fun for people. Uh, it was fair for people. People had an adventure. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be over overnight. And in the end, people got what they expected and they got closure. That's, and, um, well, and I also think like his ultimate goal was so, you know, he, you know, gained a lot of friendships um, throughout his treasure hunting for Forrest Finn. And he wanted that the, the same for others. And, you know, to inspire others, uh, he's, you know, had a lot of comebacks and um, setbacks and, you know, just kept moving forward. And, you know, not only is the hunt really important, but I think the read, even if you're not a treasure hunt, a hunter and you get to read, and you can relate to the things that we've been through. Have you been through through something similar so that, you know, people understand that, you know, you're not alone and, you know, you can bounce back from this and others have been through those types of things. And there's, and, and if you've read the book or you read the book or you get the book, there's other little things in there. Like uh, there's a picture that I drew one time. Um, it was kind of like a collage of all the different hints throughout the, uh, first book and and I sent that to him uh, the original on his birthday along with a Louisville slugger with his name on it and uh, uh, I made he made this Andy he he made this piece of art one time out of a crushed can coke can and said something about Andy Warhol's uh, art or whatever well Forrest's uh, favorite drink was Dr Pepper and I was in a parking lot one time and and i seen this perfectly flattened dr pepper can and i was like man i've got to get i've got to pick that up and go get a frame just like he did so i went and tried to find this frame that, that was just like the one that he had had in and is this gold frame and i and it's in the book and i i put that i put that in that and i was actually going to send it to forrest and then i had my accident and then i wasn't able to send it to him so then later on, uh, after he passed away, I sold it on eBay. And uh, actually, uh, the people had me um, write a message on the back. And when I when I wrote when I wrote the message and sent it to them, I, I believe they emailed me back and said that I forgot to write the message. And then they ended up finding that I put a little light in there, and I had wrote the message in blacklight or invisible ink. Oh, and, nice. uh, so they still have that too. And I, I can't remember who that was that bought that either, but it would be interesting. You know, they're probably thinking now like, like, oh crap, you know, maybe I should sell this on eBay now or something, you know, but I don't know. But, uh, so what else, uh, that, I mean, that's really all I can, 
you know, when it comes to Forrest, that's, I, he just inspired me to be a better person, you know, and we're all far from uh, perfect, but all we can ask is to try to better ourselves, I guess. Now, I wasn't, I wasn't big on the Forrest Fenn treasure hunt myself. Uh, I know you weren't either, George. It was a little <laughs> before my time. I, I just couldn't get, I, I'm not the, that type of treasure hunt. It's just not, it's not that I have, I'm not into it. It's just, I can't get into it. Uh, I don't know why it just, it, it, yeah. I'm more of a code and cipher kind of person. Yeah. That one was, it, it was trying to break down the poem and stuff like that. I just didn't have, I didn't have that in me, but I know a lot of people both in obviously that were searching for it. And I've met uh, other people that have gotten into it sort of at the end. But as you said, that the big thing about that hunt was that, and the one thing I do know about this is that there is no closure on it. That yeah. to me is the biggest dropped ball of the hunt. And I'm seeing your face there, George. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that's kind of a cop out. I think there's closure in this hunt. They, everybody knows where it was found, right? And if the community, when this had been found, if the community had done sort of what the secret community did when Boston was found, because we knew Boston was found like two months before we knew really how the how the poem works right and if the community yeah. had come out right when this was found and right when they knew exactly where it was found and started working the puzzle backwards you guys would it would it would be solved already right there would be a community consensus but that's not what happened right yeah. when when it was found everybody came out with their conspiracy theories and stuff and and everything went to 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 shit i it it knowing where this thing was hidden that's closure enough for for people to work backwards because you know where the yeah. end is. You can yeah. figure out where the now, start now is. Now you do by by what they're saying now. But but um That's the the, the nine mile hole so sold. Yeah. 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 And and I I just quit watching all that because it's over anyway and and you know all a little crazy. Was, yeah, and I was creating this book and I was trying to, you know, it's what it's been three years. So I was like, people are ready to have a new hunt. So there's, and there's people that enjoy doing the secret hunt. And there's uh, people that, like you said, enjoy doing ciphers and stuff like that. And, you know, my hunt has a little bit of everything. So, you know, there's people, I don't know, we'll see. So, uh, so anyway, but. Uh, so Rich, um, getting you on the conversation. I know you, yes. you did the one, the one picture for it. So, what what how uh what have you been involved with? I know you said about the tribute hunt, but but have you been involved in other hunts? Have you searched? Have you uh were you big on the forest fan? Uh interestingly enough, no. I had seen the forest fan story. I think it was on Expedition Unknown as well. And I thought it was very interesting that some old guy hit a bunch of uh a bunch of different stuff up in the New Mexico or wherever he was, but I wasn't involved in it at all. And then I checked it out. I went from New Mexico. I started bouncing around different cities and I realized it was such a vast treasure hunt as far as how many states were involved that I quickly lost any type of uh, excitement about it. And at the same time, at, right after that had happened, I was kind of looking at that. But in January of 18 is when I saw the expedition unknown episode with Josh Gage talking about this secret thing. And I thought, what, what the hell is this? 
And I'd never been involved with puzzles of any sort, any treasure hunts whatsoever. But during slow months, I used to own a batting cage here in Cincinnati. Uh, everybody called me coach. I coached a lot of kids all over the, the region, that type of thing. Played a lot of baseball myself. Would have had a chance to maybe play a little professional baseball until I broke my back when I was 19 years old. So the, the way I got back into baseball was by building a batting cage, which was fun. But during those winter months, things would get very boring for me. I wouldn't necessarily be busy until people started training towards the end of January. So I started checking out the secret and start, started seeing, getting to some of the message boards and things like that. And it was pretty interesting to me. So I was, that's how I kind of got started in it. But my life has pretty much been around doing the secret, the tribute hunt in Louisville. And I've looked at a few other things out there with the now more a little more exciting information that's on the Golden Apple, as well as uh, some of the other anniversary hunts that are up. But that's kind of how I got into it is through Expedition Unknown, like a lot of other people have. Well, very nice. Very nice. Why don't you, Chris, tell us, uh, obviously, the treasure hunt itself. Uh, why don't you tell, obviously, your book, sorry, not obviously, but your book is a story of your life. It goes through a lot of the good, but it does also go through a lot of the bad that you've experienced. Uh, you mentioned a bit about the heart attack and and the fall that you've had. Uh, the book does go into detail about both of those. and. And coming back from those things is amazing. Yep. And, and you're holding up a copy of the book. Good. So but the treasure hunt itself, that's obviously one of the main reasons why people would be listening to this podcast is the treasure hunt yeah. itself. Why don't you tell people what's involved in the treasure hunt, what they're going to need to do in order to be able to move forward in the treasure hunt? Okay. So first of all, you have to go to the website. The website is the hopechesthunt.com on there. You before you can before you purchase the book even you can view the rules and there's there's a whole plethora of stuff that you should kind of read through just to make sure that you even want to do the hunt. Also, besides the hunt, I don't know if your opinion is this, Rob, but a lot of people have told me that even if they weren't a hunter, they would they would have read the book. That it's kind of a, a different read for a treasure hunt book, I guess you could say. It's not what yeah, you... I definitely got that. I mean, the story of you and your life is different than a traditional, like, The Secret or, or some of these other ones, treasure hunts, where they make up a story to fit the treasure hunt. You've almost got the treasure hunt to fit around your story, uh, which is yeah. a little bit different than, than a lot that I have seen and, and read before. And... And the reason why I did that is because I, I, you know, a lot of times family treasure hunter is one sided. Sometimes, you know, you got, you got couples, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, like I'm the treasure hunter, Julie's not really into it. And if I really, you know, I would have, you know, friends like Rich or, or you guys or whatever that I can discuss things with, because, you know, it, it's just, I'm a lot more into it than Julie. But I figured if, you know, a person got a book and then their other half read the book and was like, wow, you know, this is a good book to read. So what's this story have anything to do with the treasure? You know, then then that's when the other person might be like, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out, you know, so kind of bring them in and 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 share things, you know, because really, if, if you don't have anybody to share things with, it's just not as enjoyable. You know, so anyway, you go on the website, you 
you look at the rules, you decide to buy the book. So my, the website is actually the only place that you can purchase the book current. And uh, so and just, so, just so you know, I'll make sure that that's put in the show notes um, and everything like that when, when the show's released. Um, so people can see that and find that. Okay. And uh, so you you buy the book, book's $90. You register, you agree to the terms and conditions. And then we also sell, there is a map in the middle of the book. And we also sell on the website, larger maps, uh, 18 by 24 inch maps. And speaking of the map, the same company, Benchmark Maps, that made Forrest Finn's map, for his book actually made my map, my map too. And mm-hmm. actually it was, the, it was the same guys that actually uh, solicited Forrest Finn and, and worked with Forrest and made his map or the exact guys that made my map. And uh, I worked with them and, you know, I, 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 I love the map, um, the way it came out and everything. It has the whole, you know, that whole treasure feel. And it, and it doesn't look, to me, it doesn't look like, Forces map, but it still has that feel of the same map maker. Yeah, so. Rich has it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's right behind Julie too, but the the glare. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. I didn't notice that. I can I can show some of it up here pretty well. But yeah, that's. I I can't tell if the glare is getting you, but it's a really really cool, very well done map. Gives you all kinds of details, and mine has this really special signature over here. That's uh, <laughs> C.P. Dotson. It's going to be working for fortune one day. Scratches. That looks like <laughs> chicken scratches. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, where was that? So the, the maps for the sale. Treasure yeah, so, yeah, so the map's for sale and that's in the book also. But basically, once you have the book, I advise everybody to read it once, twice, three times, and, and then, once you've read it three times, uh, you know, either go some boots on the ground or Google a little before that or or try to put things together, you know, just like everybody does. And uh, and so what you're looking for is or the way it works. And this is all in the rules and stuff. So there's four tags and one capsule. It's a five state treasure hunt. The states are Indiana, Kentucky. Ohio, Tennessee, and Alabama. That's what's on the map. It's self-explanatory. And I've had this question already. Are the are all the tags out there or is the capsule out there? Everything's out there. They're well attached to whatever they're attached to. Hopefully, it, if somebody was to steal them or destroy them or whatever, they would have to do quite a bit of work. Tried to make it where... That was going to be one of the questions that I did get from, from somebody that was... Um, that that reached out to me is that they said, because the rule state that obviously it goes, you go tag by tag, you go to the first tag, you find it by solving the poem and, and solving the, you go to the tag. It gives you what you need to do to get the second poem that will take you to the second tag. So, yes. so one of the questions that was reached out to me is what is to stop somebody from, you know, finding that first tag and basically stopping the hunt from people behind them by either hiding the tag, removing the tag. Have you got something in place that will, you know, make that so that that's always going to sort of be there? Uh, I, I I don't expect that to happen, but, but you know, I mean, I, I expect money, it'll happen. 
Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, what you I'm like George. Hey, I'm like George. I've, I expect the worst because that, you know, people are just like that. And I don't know why they're like that, but who knows it's why people most. do whatever. So, so, but we, we, uh, um, I have a plan to keep a check on all of them. And if one ends up missing or whatever, it, it'll be replaced. On the other hand, too, I've stated in the rules that you can you can work on these hunts together and share information as much as you want to. But once you find the tag, you are not allowed to share that tag on, you know, with anybody or outside of your team or yourself. Um, well, that makes sense. You wouldn't want to share it anyway because, why you know, why? I mean, somebody but, some, yeah. but some people do or some people might or something. And and I have, I know people. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so if I find out that if I find out that somebody shares the tag and they're the person that, you know, if I find out that individual that shared the tag, then I'll disqualify. And I know that people, a lot of people say, well, that'd be really hard to find out. Well, it is what it is, but I don't even, I don't even really want to talk about that. I mean, that's a big question for me because as soon as you said that you lost me, I'd never work on this hunt. Never. Yeah. Because, okay. bec and, and I'll tell you why. And, and it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, you know, con yeah, confrontational, no. but yeah. you, this cuts off conversation about this hunt. It cuts off the community aspect of this hunt uh, in, in any way. And it opens people no, up to it, some, no, it, no, it it and, and it opens people up to some uh, stuff that you might not think about. Like, say, there's a team of people because we, we all know there's these like mega teams and treasure hunting, right? Yeah. So, yeah. say there's I this did. team of people that find uh, tag number one, and yep. there's one of these team members or whatever that ends up getting disgruntled and says, "Hey, I wasn't on this team when they found it, but they told me the location of the tag, and they've automatically disqualified team number one." Do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of weirdness, and and I think saying that saying to people like, "Hey, spend ninety bucks on this hunt," and then like if you talk about it at all, if you talk about this this, or if I if I find out you've talked about this location, I'm just going to disqualify you. I think it's kind of I mean, I think it's against no, that, the spirit of treasure hunting. That, that isn't what I said. Okay. I said you can't share the tag. There, there, there's a code on the tag. If you wanna, if you wanna share whatever you wanna share, and but you can't share the tag. Okay. And if, and, so, and if if they share the tag, which the tag has a code, so because, so like let's say for pretend tag number one is at a circle K in Peoria, you know, it's not, but let's say that for pretend. And okay. I find, I find tag number one at a circle K in Peoria. And I send you the code on the back of the tag. If I immediately go online and tell a Facebook group, this tags at a circle K in Peoria, that's okay. If that's, if that, if that's what you want to do, uh, but it's, you go ahead and do it. I think okay. All it's, okay. all it's doing is hurting you. I mean, not really. It, people get into treasure hunts for different reasons. Like yeah. I, w I wouldn't get into but, this hunt for the $50,000 because it would cost too much for me to get this treasure. Um, so I would get into it for community involvement, like just yeah. like in the secret, like I worked on the secret more for the people than for the hunt you know, for the, yeah. for the prize, but, you know? But so, if you're, if you're a true treasure hunter and you, all you're doing by sharing that is ruining their hunt for them. 
I mean, you're putting a weird definition on treasure hunters. My idea of treasure is different than yours. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, yeah. If, I mean, I, looking, I, I get where you're coming you're from. This, if you're on the hope chest hunt and you're looking and, and you want it, you're on this hunt because you want it to be part of a community and you want to be, um, you want an adventure and, and you're asking somebody, Hey, where's the tag? Then all you're doing is cheating yourself. If the person gives you the tag, all they're doing is cheating you out of an adventure. Well, hold on. They so, have to submit the tag with a yeah. selfie of themselves. Yeah. And they have to show their. Yeah, their yeah. no, no. I'm not saying yeah. like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying the. Yeah, but I, you're I, saying just share the location. Yeah. Of, like say, hey, yeah. buddy, here's the weird location. I mean, like, you know to, if, if like you said, I can't, I can't, I can't stop people from doing that. Yeah. Um, but. It's you just know, a weird it, fine. It's a fine print issue that I could see coming up. So I figured it might as well talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, no, I, I, I agreed. And so, so when they, you find tag one, that's when you get home to that leads you to tag two and so on and so forth for the four oh, tags. Yeah. So you, there, right? yeah. So you buy the, when you get the book in the back of the book, there's a poem and, um, or if you want to call it a poem or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's the, verses and if you read that within the book there are clues all throughout the book for every tag including the capsule so so that poem will help lead you to the first tag once you find the first tag you'll go into the website and you'll email me we were going to we were going to have it to where you had to enter in a code and it generate, but that became a mess. So now when you, when you find the tag, all you have to do is go into onto the website, email me on the very first tag and only on the first tag, you'll have to send me your ID. So I know you're that person that registered and you'll, and then you'll have to send me a picture of you with the tag and uh, the person that registered that bought the book. Like you were talking about, people work on teams, but the per and they might all, only half of them might purchase the book. Whoever has purchased a book can take a selfie of their self and send it in, but they're the ones that's going to get the credit for that tag. Yeah. They're the front and, end for you. Yeah. They're the front. They're, for the so team. If, Cause I know what Joe, what George was talking about, you're going to have various people working in teams, as you know, Chris, and yeah. they're going to share information, but yeah, you'll have one. Yeah. Something. So yeah. today, right. Uh, just a few hours ago, I got a phone call and, or not a phone call. I got an email and I ended up calling them and it was the second person. The first people that found the first tag first was a couple. And the second people that found the first tag was a team. And, you know, they didn't have they didn't have a problem with sending me uh, their identification and a selfie. And it was easy, you know, and, and as soon as they did, I sent them the second poem. So the second poem will lead to the second tag and so on and so on. And then whenever you get to the fourth tag, when you find that, that'll generate the fifth poem. And then that will lead you to the capsule. And you, you then that will tell you. So you go to where this leads you in the poem to the capsule. You dig it up, and uh, once uh, I'm, I'm assuming it has something in there to contact you again to verify, and that's when you win, right? So, 
So when you find the capsule, uh, the capsule will be buried. The capsule's big. It's, uh, I don't know, it's probably, I think it's like 18 inches and about six or seven inches round. It's this big thing. It looks like a pill, kind of like the thing that's on the website that says 50,000 on it. It's silver. It's got a bunch of uh, Hope Chest stickers on it, and it has certain items in it, certain instructions. It's made so, of silver? No. It's <laughs> just silver colored? That's it's, a big it's difference. Pla- it's it's plastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I got and you. It can, it's plastic, and it cannot be found <laughs> with a metal detector. Okay. So I was going to say, I'm going to let, let all you metal detector heads out there, you know, uh, at Hey, Chris, Chris, let me ask you a question real quick, because you just touched on the tags. Because sure. um, I'm constantly, people are always asking me, just because they know that I did that one painting. How big are the tags? What shape are they? I mean, are they really big? Okay. Are they square? What are they? Okay. So the tags are all I'm hoping, aluminum. I'm hoping I, Chris is like, I'm hoping Chris is really street right now, and he's going to be like, it's just graffiti, dude. Everywhere. <laughs> all over town. Yeah. Tags everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to Louisville. Come to Louisville right now, and you would be lost. You so, can uh, a tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, uh, they they are they are two inches round. The first three are anyway. The first three are two inches round. They're made out of aluminum, and they're each a different color. They're anodized, whatever that word is, or whatever. And they're like a big dog tag. You know, if you've had a dog and you had to go to the, and it's got the little machine and it, and it. Oh yeah. 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 And, and, uh, so that's what it is. It's got, it's got a, uh, random coat on it. The first one's red uh, or the first one's green. The second one's red. The third one's blue. And the fourth one is black. And the fourth one, I don't know. I can't remember the exact dimensions of it. Right. But the fourth one is bigger. <clears throat> it's square. It's rectangle shape. And it's probably it's probably about the size, you know, those uh those license plates you got that you put on your bicycle oh. you know, when you're a kid. Yeah. It's it's about that big. I tried to attach them to the things I attached them with very as secure as I could from epoxy to four inch screws to rivets so well you are a construction guy i guess you probably know how to do that don't you yeah yeah <laughs> and i guess yeah and uh so so anyway um that's that's about and all that's all that's stated in the book no none of the tags are buried the capsule is buried but none of the tags and uh that's about it i mean and i think you uh, said in the book that the the last poem would lead you to within five feet, like an area of five feet for the capsule. Right. That is correct. It's a big area. Uh, okay. I don't know. For what I'm doing with the tribute hunt right now, George, I'd be willing to get it down to five feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. That might even be tighter of an area than that. <clears throat> okay. So. All right. So I know um, it's it's out there. It's released and, and people can go get the book now. Obviously, I'm going to share on my show notes and stuff like that where they can go. But what what f- 
for coming up do you kind of have planned for this? I know we've talked beforehand. Uh, you're obviously trying to get the the word out um, about your yeah. hunt. Um, what what have you got going forward from here to to help you do that sort of thing? I plan on being on this podcast called the Code Bar. Oh oh, that's this. My bad. I'm confused. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I have. Let's see here. What is the next thing? Uh, so yeah. So Kentucky Fair and Expo is in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a big place where they have all these. What's well, where Freedom Hall is? Is that right? Yeah, Freedom Hall is yeah. in yeah. So. And um, they have the east, north, south, east, west wings, and they'll have like this thing called the spring fling on February 24th, 25th, and 26th. And there'll be, I forget how many booths there are. There's, I think there's over 500 or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then they'll also have a military show. You can, you can go online and Google it and they'll tell you all the shows. Now the flea market, you don't have to pay to get in. You have to pay to park, I believe, but it's free, admission. it's free admission and all the other shows. If if you go to those while you're there, but we're going to set up there on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, all, all three days. And I believe Rich is going to be out there Friday, be there um, Friday, yeah, signing stuff. And Julie will be out there, too. And uh, then I'll come later that day. And then I'll also be there all day, Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to sell books and maps out there at a discounted price. Uh, the book will be sold for $80 and the maps will be sold for $10. And, and But only at that show in person. And I'll, and I'll sign or autograph or whatever. And we're going to talk to people and take, you know, as many questions and just talk, you know, about things. And I've already had people that, you know, want to come in and meet, talk and stuff that's emailed me. So, uh, then uh, I'm planning on, uh, we're getting ready to do a big press release. So I'm hoping that really boosts the hunt. Uh, it's going to be a two country press release and a seven state. It's going to be in the United States and then in, I think in the UK. And then and then it's also going to be really focused on like seven different states within, you know, it's of course the five treasure states and uh, and then two other ones. So, and then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you got, uh, uh, Jenny Kyle, uh, she's put up, uh, all our stuff. I've kept in touch with her and, and, and you I've did done the six questions with her. So that was, that's yeah. up online. I'll put that in the show notes too. And, uh, did the six questions with her. And then, uh, I've, I've, I informed her when the, uh, first tag was found. And uh, back to Forrest, Forrest Finn, I think he only sold like, I want to say not even 40 books or something like that in the first year. And because he just didn't advertise it or anything. And, and then uh, I don't know why he did or whatever, but he advertised in the, uh, the uh, hemisphere that is associated with United Airlines. Hemisphere magazine, yeah, yeah, Hemisphere magazine, and uh, and then it just skyrocketed from there, and uh, so I actually I actually talked to Hemisphere magazine um, this morning, and um, we're probably going to work something out next week and start advertising in March and try that out 
And they're also going to kind of partnership with me or, or work with me. I will have their logo and stuff on the website. Kind of, kind of makes things legit, I guess, you know, uh, or more legit. And, uh, and then, and then I'm, I'm trying to uh, work with, because the, the money is not in the capsule, it's in the bank. And that's another thing too, that as the hunt goes on, I've got two things that I really want to do. I have, I have like three different charities that I kind of have my own personal goals to donate to those. And I also want to start putting back into the hunt prize. So um, once we reach a certain point, uh, the treasure will start going up. So that was another question that I had from, from, from people I know on previous little hunts and it's not, not even, we're talking about like not even a lot of money. There has been times where the creator has just disappeared or uh, not paid out or, or whatever. And, and I'm not yeah. saying that's the case, but uh, obviously people did ask me, you know, it's, that's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. $50,000. It's there. It's ready. So if somebody, I'm not saying it will happen, but if somebody shows up tomorrow and has got that capsule and shows up at your door or gives you that email with their picture of the capsule, you, you the, the money's there. It's, it's, it's something yeah. that well, paid out. They, ha- they have to, speaking of that. So let's rewind. You have to, you have to find the tags in order and then the capsule. Mm-hmm. So uh, chances are you would never find the capsule anyway until you oh. got to that that final pump. But, but what uh, I mean is that even if yeah. they went through all four stages yep. and they, yep. they found that capsule, um, it's, they just, it to you. it's just it's just it's sitting there waiting. Okay, excellent. For somebody, yeah. So and and actually the the bank that I have it in, I'm trying to work with them too because you know once it once it is found, I would like it to be kind of a you know, grand finale kind of thing, you know, so uh, I'm hoping that we can work something out once they see that it's going to kind of take off and, and be a big thing that uh, I can work with them as a sponsor also. Well, um, I'm going to sort of kind of try to wrap everything up here. Uh, I know. Did you have any more questions? I did. I did. Okay. Don't be scared to ask, George. I'm I'm not going to (laughs) bite. Well, like, no. I mean, I got a lot of questions, but they're all they're all they're all not super positive. Like, Mm. I don't. Hey, I don't care. Well, I don't want you to think I'm a like. That's always my worry, man. I do these interviews, and and I tend to have questions that are not like. I I just tend to have weird questions, right? And and you you can. you, just, I, just you know ask me because probably your weird questions aren't so weird because there's probably a lot of people out there wanting to ask them. So mm-hmm. I, I want people to ask anything they want to ask. And if, and if I'm not going to answer it, yeah. then I'll just tell you, I'm not going to answer it, but chances are, unless I'll, it, unless it gives something away, I, I'm, I'll it's not going to give anything away. I can guarantee you that okay. as well, long as, okay. As long as you can promise me that, we walk away from this as friends and you don't think I'm like attacking you or anything. Oh, yeah. Promise me that. Okay. Me. I mean, it's a very expensive book, you know, yeah. or, or, and, <laughs> and this, this, <laughs> the steps, the steps are so to me, the steps are so it's so it's odd. Okay. So you've got to, you buy this book, you pay a hundred bucks for this book. Let's say me living in Florida, I pay a hundred bucks and I get this book. 
and I get poem number one. Um, and I solve poem number one and it takes me to a circle K in Peoria. So I, I buy my plane tickets. I go to Peoria. I rent a car. I, uh, I get a hotel room. I've spent five, 600 bucks on this trip. Um, odds are maybe I find it the first time. Maybe I don't, I find it email you. I fly back home. I get the second puzzle. Now I've got to go to another place. I've got to fly there. I've got to rent a car. I've got to get a hotel. And by the it, it, and I've got to do this four times. You know, yeah. for four different tags, yeah. I got to take four trips. I, I want you to. I you want you to. Going out before spin out to Yellowstone. Hey. I mean, it's it's either you know there is the grand prize and then there's the bragging rights, but there's also the the adventure. So. In the end, it's not just the prize you're winning. It's not just the boasting rights, but yeah. the journey to getting to what? it. But it's, it's so constrictive. Do you do you not see it as being constrictive? Like it, it seems uh, it seems to be a treasure. It seems to be. It's just it's so constrictive. Like there are so many. You can't do this. You can't do that. You get disqualified. There's a lot of trust that gets that that I have to put both put into you and you have to put into me, um, and. I just I I don't understand I don't understand why it's so constrictive. I don't understand why there there are those rules. Like you can't do this and you can't do that. I don't understand. There there I've never seen a treasure hunt like that. I've never seen a treasure hunt that doesn't say here's a book with a puzzle, figure it out. You know, I've never seen a treasure hunt where they're like you can be disqualified if. You know? And that that worries me. I guess there's a first for everything. And there's always critics. So, yeah, yeah, it's and, true. And I, hey, but everybody that has been a part of this so far, yeah, that they have they have nothing but good to say. I mean, I'll say, man, I'll say because just because I feel like I haven't said enough positive things is <laughs> really it really it's a good book, right? Like I I enjoyed it. Um, it's it's it. The, I guess the the thing that ne I never got in, the reason I never got into Forest Fen was because to get into Forest Fen you have to be into the man, right? And I I didn't really like for he's just a guy to me, you know. Um, with this he's, story, he's I, I, I mean, status for me either. I, yeah, I I, it, I didn't put him up on that pedestal that a lot of people. No, and I'm not saying that it was wrong to do so, but I didn't yeah. put him up on a pedestal yeah. like a lot of people did. I just think that that. The, the when I even now even more now when he's passed, you, you tend to hear really always and and it's going to always be the case. But you only hear the really really good stuff about a guy. Yeah, you, you don't hear some of the bad stuff. And 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 again, he's passed, so you don't want to hear that. Uh, they don't want to say that. But there's there's two sides to everybody and two sides to every story, of course. So. Yeah. But I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the book, and I think Julie, what I especially enjoyed was um, hearing your side of some of these stories and hearing some of this oh, from your you. perspective, because okay. it, it's a, it's a book that's centered around Chris. Right. But, and, yeah. and generally when you read books like that, you don't consider the impact that it has on the people who, who are around that person. And I particularly enjoyed um, getting your perspective and, and hearing your story. Well, so, yeah, I was going to say really that myself, that. the hearing, yeah. hearing that other side, like, I could tell stories every day about the treasure hunting that I've done, but having knowing that my wife has always sort of been there as well to allow me to go do the treasure hunting or to do this sort of stuff. Exactly. Is, yeah. Hearing her yeah. side of the story would be a little bit different than mine, which would make it a, a better story. 
Yeah. And the art, the photography, it's, it's, it's great. It, it really is. Um, I'm not, I'm not discounting that at all. And I'm, like I said, I'm sorry that some, sometimes I come across kind of negative, oh, but I just, I just fine. have questions and I, I don't, you know, I worry uh, that people are uh-huh. going to be like, George is a huge ass. I mean, you can think that. Okay. No, absolutely not. Um, I like people who are just upfront and, you know, honest and Julie's yeah. hardcore. So <laughs> I think a lot of the rules that we created, we put a lot of thought into it and it is our first rodeo. So it may not be perfection. However, I think we was looking after fairness. Let's make this fair for everybody. And also let's make it safe, you know? And I think that's a a lot of what we went after. So I think, I think maybe what you didn't consider and what the, the, the angle that I'm looking at this from versus the angle that you're looking at it from. and, And maybe you didn't, consider this angle most treasure hunters don't is that while you want to make things fair for your players mm-hmm. there's a perception on on their end where they're they're trusting you to also play fair and the more restrictions you put on them the less it seems that you're playing fair does that does that make sense well Am I just explaining that wrong? Because I could be 100% explaining that incorrectly. It, and that that's your that's your opinion, and that's your it, perception. It 100% but, is. It, it's not yeah, my perception. And, uh, that's not the way I'm looking at this book. I'm, yeah, I'm so just. I, but I'm just letting you know that anybody that has dealt with me, mm-hmm. and and I would hope that uh, anybody that has well dealt with me that's watched any of these podcasts or or, you know, um, blogs or whatever you want to call them. Um, they know that after they dealt with me, that I would hope that they would think that by the end of the conversation or by the end of the email or by the end of whatever, that this guy is about as real and upfront and, Mm. and as, and as honest as it gets, uh, you know, whether you like it or not, that's, that's just the way it is. And you can maybe Rich can contest for that. I don't know. You know, I, uh, I don't you know, you so. don't you don't have to. De- I'm I, I, I'm sorry if I felt if I made no, you no. feel like you have had to defend no. yourself in that way, because I, it wasn't my intention. Um, no. I, I don't want to uh, call your integrity into question in any way, shape or form. No, I'm just um, saying that people, you know, you're right that people don't know me. I, I kind of came. I was the ghost or whatever in the forest. Fin. I didn't. I wasn't in the chat rooms. I wasn't on Facebook. I wasn't in any groups. I, I came home at night. I watched the videos. Um, I listened to what people said. I watched the Force Finn videos a million times. I read the books a million times. And I just sat back in the shadows trying to figure out the last little bit, you know. And And that was me. So nobody really knew me. There was one article I think wrote about me by a local paper or a local magazine here by actually a guy named Kevin Gibson and um, that worked for uh, Louisville Insider. You know, that was about it. I think it got shared and and some people copied off him on, on some other different websites and stuff. But that was about it. You weren't going to find me on any chat room or any forum or any anything. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I just pop out of nowhere with a, this treasure hunt, you know. Until, I mean, that's I guess that's what George I, was say that like 
you you just what, what, what we're trying to do is is share obviously your your hunt and, and let people know that who you are mm-hmm. you know yeah. what, what you're trying to do here and get your side of it because there are though there are those questions out there from from George's experience from my experience I'm even showing from Rich's experience yeah like we've 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 all been involved like George has been involved in the the, the secret for, forever. Um, yeah. I've been involved in a lot of other treasure hunts. Each one of them has their own set of like the way that you play it. Um, yeah. and so it's really just a matter of trying to see where yours fits with all of these other ones. Like you, and, you and if, I'll if, be if, honest if, with you. Um, I might not fit with any of those other ones and, and that's fine with me because yeah, I've cool. always, I've always been my own person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I'm I created this, like Julie said, for people to come together and to be fair and to make memories and and create an adventure. And um, and yeah, I, I've got a lot of skin in the game. And <clears throat> and and I ask people when they buy a ninety dollar book to put a little skin in the game and uh, and let's go through this together and and let's make it epic. And yeah. and that's what I'm all about <laughs> yeah so. like like george was just saying you know you're gonna have when it came back to the the forest fan hunt like i was mentioning to rob earlier i looked at it but then i suddenly realized i'm not gonna get in my car and drive out to colorado because you know yeah. like like you were very close to the treasure and you were out wyoming you knew what the hell you were doing i was very new to treasure hunting and i found myself in uh uh Junction City, Colorado, or whatever the hell that is out the Grand Junction. That's where it was. I was finding all these clues that made sense to me, but I'm like, this is crazy. There's no way I'm going to be able to get on Google Earth, pop in there, just figure it all out. And I'm going to drive out there with my wife. My wife would have said, hell no, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the one thing about this hunt that I, I find interesting and to one of the questions George brought up is, just like with the forest fen hunt, you're going to lose some of the demographics of treasure hunters who aren't necessarily going to go into these five states and worry about trying to find this treasure. Just like many people were like, I'm not going to go out into the West and do that. And that's why I think this is cool yeah. about this treasure hunt that Chris developed is suddenly it's in my side of the country on this side of the Mississippi and this side of the Ohio, whatever you want to call it. And now that I'm retired and I've sold my business, my wife and I were like, this is going to be cool. We can just take some trips. And if I suddenly decide I'm going to go down somewhere to Montgomery, Alabama and try to find a tag, I can do that. Now, a lot of people won't be able to. It's going to obviously reduce the demographics of people even inside the treasure hunt area. Yeah. But, you know, when it was out west, I knew I used to hear all the time, you know, man, uh, you know, like they would have a vlog going on. There was like, you know, 12 big name vlogs that uh, like Cal Lasers, you know, that was on right. a Gypsy's right. Kiss and all these other ones. And I would watch them all, you know, Sean Dodson and, and um, I can't even remember all their names, but. I used to watch it all, and then they'd be reading like the people that would be chatting in the chat rooms and stuff. And you know, they 
you'd hear somebody say, man, I'm all the way over on the East Coast. I wish I could go, you know, but the Rocky Mountains is just too far, blah, blah, blah. So I was really um, hoping that I would attract a lot more people being right in the middle of the United States. I, I knew that, you know, like I've had people email me say, well, I'm out in California. Where are the five states? And I tell them, and and I know I'm not going to get everybody. You know, right. you, you just can't win all everything. So yeah. it is what it is. And and uh, I've tried to, I, like Julie said, this is our first rodeo, and I tried to do my best. And, you did a good job. No, really good job. Well, I, I, we'll I have one more really quick question that actually came from another hunter, and then I'll okay. shut up. I promise. Are you going to continue to update people as more tags are found? Like if tag yeah. two is found, tag three is found, you're yes. going to let the community yes. know. Okay. Yes. Because that's, hey. what it's, I, that's what it's all about. I'm going from start to finish to communicate with the community. Okay. Hey, Chris, and, Chris, that's a, that's, a, that's a good thing that George just brought up. Because it's it's a question that people have actually asked me. It came down to the different tags. How difficult are the poems as you go? Now, obviously, you've said a couple of people have found the first tag. So you in the book, I think it states something that as you go progressively further, they get more difficult. So it's not because I know a lot of people. If I was if I was watching this and I didn't know you were Julie, and I'm like, what? Oh my God! They just found the first tag. What? I might be sitting here thinking, my God, this might be over by the Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I know you put a lot into this personally because I got the, the the opportunity to talk to you about it. But why don't you talk about how difficult the other poems may be as we progress? Well, um, they they do get more difficult. Um, uh, tremendous, tr tremendously more difficult. Uh, as they go. And, and I really think that, and I could be wrong. Maybe I'm not as hunt master as I think I am or whatever, you know, I don't know, uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the words you call it, but, uh, well, I, guess, I like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you call it. So who, who knows? I, the only thing I can say is that the time or the people will speak for that. Yeah. Um, really, I, I, you know, who knows, um, <laughs> who would have, uh, Kit says, you know, who would ever thought that the tribute hunt would last as long as it did. Um, but it has, and, very, very uh, and repeat repeatedly, he says it's right there in front of your face, you know? And, uh, so who knows? <laughs> I hope that it lasts for at least a few years. That's my goal. Okay. Um, and as people, I just hope that as people go through these things and, um, I hope they make memories and have adventures and, and I hope I, you know, touch or move or create, uh, new generations of treasure hunters, you know, and, and, uh, the longer it lasts, the more generations, you know, that go and that's what I hope. So ask me another hard question or, or something. To, uh, well, I think me... what we're actually going to do is we're probably going to wrap it up there. Um, sure. that's, a good, that's a good place to actually end it. Um, so um, like I said, I'm going to put a lot of this information online, but right now, why don't 
you, Chris, tell us where people can find your information, your the hunt information, anything that they might need when getting involved. Uh, why don't you give that out right now so people listening can hear? Let's just say three things. Uh, you can go to the hopechesthunt.com and you can buy the book there. You can buy the map there. You can um, email me through there, or you can just directly email me, but not with a question. That's another thing that George is probably does not like is that. Uh, not a fan, yeah. Not a uh, fan at all. But I, it's your I, hunt. It's your hey, hunt. That's right. So, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> and let me, I, I just want to explain this real quick why I did this. So, Forrest was getting in between 120 to 400 emails a day. Because of that, I made it where if you want to ask me a question and get an answer back, not just send an email and hope that something comes back, you can go on the website, you can pay $2. That's it, $2. And I will get that message and I will give you an answer. I can't promise you that you'll like the answer or if it'll help you in any way, but I will give you an answer. If you have a problem with ordering something or just a general problem, like I talked about, if, if you're, you have a disability or something and you're having a problem getting to a tag and you need help or you contact me and I'll do everything in the world to help you through this. And, um, that's kind. That's and, uh, um, I will, I will hook you up with somebody or we'll figure it out. I, I promise that. And, uh, so the email is the hope chest hunt at outlook.com. Yeah. And, um, the <laughs> third thing is, is whenever I was talking about, um, uh, charities and stuff. I am going to be working with three or four different charities. And then Julie has her own charity too. And we'll talk more about that later once we get more into the hunt and stuff. But if anybody does want to make any donations, or if you want to send me some book that you wrote, or if you want to write me a letter, a personal letter, because people still do that. And, uh, <laughs> or if you, <laughs> or if you want to, Send me something, uh, something maybe that you found on the journey or something, a rock that looks like me or something. I don't know. So uh, I collect about everything. I like arrowheads. I like Indian artifacts. I like I like all sorts of kind of things. So if if you want to send that uh, to us, uh, there is an actual donation place on the website. But if you do want to just send it through the mail or something, um, we have a P.O. Box, um, P.O. Box 640. Hillview, Kentucky, four zero one two nine. So that's PO Box six forty, Hillview, Kentucky, four zero one two nine. And really, that's about it. If it just before he closes, if it helps before um, with what you were saying before, um, you're not the first person to do the the pay for messages thing. John Michaels wanted to do that with the tribute. Oh, yeah. He just couldn't make it work the way he wanted to. There's still a page on 12 treasures. It's it's hidden. Nobody can find it where you could submit. I think he wanted to charge like a buck 99. 
Yeah. And you could yeah. send him a message and he would answer it. So yeah, yeah it's, they, it's a, that's a normal thing with treasure hunting. It's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I, I don't like it. It's a, I, it's a normal thing. I like, Hey, <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. I didn't, I don't like it either. Yeah. But, the but only reason I, you're I right. It'll, it, it would, that would have saved for spend so much of a headache, you know, well, and it will save you a headache as well. Well, and I did it because just like back to the skin in the game thing, yeah. if, if, some, if somebody's sitting there and, and they're watching something or they're studying or they get all hyped up about it and they're like, Oh, I want to email Chris or whatever. I got this question or I got this solve or, whatever habit, you know what I'm saying? Um, if they have to stop and put, uh, pay $2 or put their card in or whatever hat, it's going to make them think about it a little yeah. bit more, you know? So that's the only reason why I did. So, uh, okay, Chris, is some of, is some of that, uh, $2 question money going back towards the treasure as far as the rolling total you talked about? Yeah, that's, it's all it, nice. It's all, I'm not, I'm not setting any dates or anything. It's just going to, one day they're going to, you know, uh, I'll make an announcement or something that, Hey, you might want to check the site out because I also post, uh, we're also posting, like I'll, I'll post a link or the podcast of tonight on the website. So when people go on there, even new people, um, and they don't know much, maybe they can go down and look at a few videos and, uh, kind of get an idea their the question might be answered just by watching the video before it on Facebook as yeah well. and then also Joe Julie's posting everything on Facebook so um if you're uh part of the hunt or you want to be part of it you know you can also always join the Facebook and follow us and like us and all that stuff too so we'd really appreciate it and Rich, what about yourself if somebody wants to get involved and, and get some of your art or something like that uh, where would they find you? Well, I'm just now going through an adjustment, what I'm doing with my personal website, but anybody can contact me uh, through my Facebook page at Rich Blanford Art, or they can contact me on my own personal page, Rich Blanford, friend me, and I will get back in contact with you. We can go from there. And I will get, I, I contact people. And it still blows my mind from all over the earth. I'm got, I've got contacts in Japan and England and all these other places that I never even planned on talking to people and they're buying my artwork for some reason, but I guess they like it. So it's, it's beautiful, dude. Like if I, if there's one artist in the treasure hunting community, I would plug it's rich. I have a rich painting. It, it's the first thing you see when you walk into my house. It's the most beautiful thing. I, uh, it's the most beautiful painting I have. Thank you, George. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm glad you like it. I do a lot. You have no idea, man. It means so much to me. <laughs> Outstanding. I want to thank you all for coming on tonight. It's been absolutely amazing. Uh, I would love to have you all come back on again, maybe in a couple of months, once the hunt's been out for a little while, and yeah. we'll see how things are going, catch up and everything like that. So if you're all interested, I'll have you back on. But again, thank you, George. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Chris. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your, your, your evening. And um, this next, should be up very next soon. time I come on, uh, next time I come on, I'll make sure I'm I'm drinking, so I'm ready for George. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I just, so, we'll, I just we'll, messed we'll, with you. 
<laughs> and we'll, we'll come up with a drink next time for when we have you all on next time. But, but again, thank you all for coming on and I hope you have a great rest of your night. So now we've come again to the end of another show. For all the information that did not make it into tonight's podcast, as well as the links that I'd mentioned several times, uh, please don't forget to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all with the handle at CodeBarLive, as well as follow our Areas Grey partner. That's Areas Grey with a G-R-E-Y. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and please help the podcast grow by leaving a rating and review, especially on the big one, Apple Podcasts. And until next time, everyone, keep digging.